reality. So what, so whether it's a, it's a product that they can touch as a hologram instead of the real product, or whether it's a, a service that they can experience from the inside out via virtual reality. That's really where we're trying to do our problem solving right now is how to create experiential marketing platforms that allow companies to engage their consumers to whether and whether it's to engage them simply from an entertainment standpoint, whether it's to engage them from a learning standpoint, or whether it's to engage them really from an enterprise standpoint, like let us, you know. This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. So, my curiosity question for you is, if you could be in any movie, what movie would it be? Alright, let me ask you that question again. Really think about this. If you could be in any movie, what movie would it be? Okay, let me set this out. Because... The thing is, someday, one day, you'll have the technology. With the coming ages of VR and AR, you can be implanted in any movie you want to be in. And not just implanted in the movie, but actually be that character. And if this at all is making you a little curious and interested, then this episode is totally for you. Because my guest today is none other than the Greg Glass. Greg has quite the bio. But most recently, he has contributed to being the creator of a strategic alliance with Vayan Studios for the creation of a groundbreaking AR, VR, MR, and VFX content creator. Yeah, that's right. He's taking a very traditional advertising system and flipping it into a very experiential marketing system in order for more engagement as a consumer. For 2018, Greg is putting 100% of his efforts into advanced digital media as the Director of Business Development at Valen Studios. With a series award-winning project, Already on their resume, Valen Studios will expand beyond client direct 
air expen uh, experiential content and will also be pursuing immersive scripted and non-scripted series content and partnering up with other agencies for immersive products. So their company is going to change the way you are now advertised to. And I don't mean it as like advertised to, it's actually really exciting. They will change the way you actually are being marketed to. So, if this at all is make you a little curious and you're like, this is way too futuristic, just listen away and give a huge warm welcome to the one and only Greg Glass. Hey, Greg, man. Thank you so much for coming on Scratch Your Own Edge. Man, Logan, that was like the greatest intro of all time. I feel incredibly, uh, incredibly honored to be here with you today. Thanks. Oh, man, I, my, my pleasure. I just... You deserve uh, even better intros uh, in the coming years, and what your company is doing is is very, very exciting um, for not only the advertising aspects, but what they want to do maybe later down the road with um, helping mental health, which is a huge passion of mine. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I really believe in, in in what you guys are doing right now. No, thank you. It's 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 really um, the next level of how we connect in the world, and uh, the things that are going to happen in the next five years and ten years are going to be absolutely groundbreaking. I agree. So, okay, I like to um, I like to kind of start this uh, show out with the mission of the show is scratch your own itch, which to means me to me it means that you're you're solving a problem that maybe you have with yourself but by doing that you're also helping others solve their problem too so when i ask you that um how have you kind of solved the problem for yourself and also turned it into a business at the same time and help others solve their problems as well well for me for myself and to and to keep myself um energized and passionate about the world around me. Um, it's always about finding the next thing. It's always about being on the cutting edge of media and being on the cutting edge of content and being in the entertainment business now for close to 35 years. Uh, I've been involved in, in music. I've been involved in feature film. I've been involved in television and, um, immersive media, the ability to, either be inside an experience looking around, walking around and experience it from the inside out or immersive media from the AR holographic standpoint of being able to look at the world and then have this three-dimensional expanded experience. Uh, that just said to me, this is what I need to be doing for the next 10 years. And so that is how I'm, I'm feeding my, my business passion and my entertainment industry passion. From a standpoint of the world and solving problems and, and, and creating new solutions for clients, it's really about what, it, what is the next 10 years going to look like for us to access the internet and for us to access data and how is that going to manifest itself in the way we experience the world. So we know over the last 10 years, the biggest impact has probably been the smartphone. Uh, those of us, you know, there's almost no one who doesn't carry one and the smartphone is essentially our gateway to the world. But what we're going to be able to do in the next 10 years 
is leave that smartphone behind and we're going to be able to allow uh, to be able to access the world around us in three-dimensional space so we're not going to have to look down at a two-dimensional screen and touch a phone anymore we're literally going to be able to walk through the world and be able to google and access and experience everything that's on the web in in actual reality just like we were in the movie minority report and this world is coming it's here we have the capability and with a little bit more technological development it's all going to happen and we're all going to be living in a three-dimensional augmented world and i really can't wait and i hope i live long enough to see it hey logan tyler nelson here i would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button i really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Oh, that is so cool. So uh, just to clear it up, what what movie would you uh, implant yourself in, man? I mean, that is, I think, a, an ultimate question for someone because it sort of gets them, it doesn't take work to get, uh, you know, like obsessed with the idea of, of, of uh, being in a certain movie, you're just curious about being in that world. And I think that's why this is so exciting is we can start bringing out people to actually change the definition of work into play with this sort of like new technology that's coming out where it's like it's now going to be where nobody has to really do a darn thing as far as like work, I think, goes because we're going to be so, so blessed with all this technology that's going to allow us to experience all those experiences that we would rather have. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear that. That sort of what what is what movie would you be in? Yeah, for me, the the promise of augmented reality, the promise of it, uh, is is really to go places where you could never go before. So for me, it would have to be a movie like I'll mention a famous one and a not so famous one. It would have to be a movie like Apollo thirteen. It'd have to be or the right stuff. It would have to be a movie where I could go to the moon or go into space because that's never going to happen for me. And I want to and I want to try to go to a place like that. Or it would be maybe a documentary like the John Muir Trail backpacking documentary, Mile, Mile and a Half. Because, again, I love the outdoors. I love to backpack. But I'm not sure if 211 miles on the John Muir Trail over over a three-week period is in the cards for me. So I want to be transported to these places. I think the promise of augmented reality and virtual reality are to transport us to places where we can never, ever go but now we can go there for the first time and we can feel like we've been there. And that creates a whole new level of life experience uh, that removes limits. It removes physical limits. It removes financial limits. It, it opens up the world to us three-dimensionally instead of just looking at pictures on the web or video clips on the web. And uh, So that it would have to be a movie like that. It'd have to be a movie where I'm in an experience that I could otherwise never even dream of attaining. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um 
I'm mostly excited about this this technology coming out because I think we have an epidemic coming on where it is being so attached, as you were saying, to our phones. Um, we are so, I mean, our access to the social world is now through our phones, and when we're tied to that, uh, and we're constantly looking down, and we're not engaging with people around us, it is cutting ourselves off from having that amazing C-word connection. So I want to ask you where you see this this huge, huge, uh, I guess, transformation of, of VR and AR actually having on our behavior um, in a good way, like, you know, how it's going to change our social interaction to where we are going to be able to start connecting with each other um, but not just be tied down to our phones while connecting. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, and you have hit the nail on the head. You're 100% correct. The, again, the promise of augmented reality is to get us connected again to the world around us instead of having to forcefully disconnect to access data from the Internet, and then once we've acquired that data to reconnect. It is a stepping stone solution to what we will eventually have. So imagine that we replace the iPhone, the Android phone with some sort of optical device. And uh, let's say it's a, a set of glasses and this set of glasses will be equipped with the types of, 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 of ocular device that will allow the presentation of holograms in the same way that the larger, bulkier HoloLens or Magic Leap or Meta 2 devices currently do. And these glasses will be faster uh, than current smartphones because we'll have 5G technology and beyond so that their access speed will be incredible. Battery technology will grow so these devices will be able to be self-powered for long periods and um, the, the, the ocular capabilities, the lens technology will be, be such that it will be able to be miniaturized to glasses size. And now let's just think of simple everyday Internet accesses that disconnect us. Um, the phone rings. And instead of looking down at the phone, picking up the phone, talking on the phone, FaceTiming on the phone, we now simply have a hologram of the person that we're talking to pop up in our view as we're continuing to do whatever it is we're doing with our with our lives. And if we're with a friend or with several friends and this person calling is related to them, then they can all share in that hologram experience and have a group call and it becomes a very social call. If we're walking down the street and we're, we're trying to find something, we no longer have have to disconnect to Google Maps or whatever GPS program we're using, we can now simply in front of us have a three-dimensional map display that will guide us to where we're going and we don't have to disconnect and we certainly don't have to look down and crash our car or do anything dangerous. We're now just in real-time HUD display seeing where we're going. If we're walking down the street and, 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 and my wife and I are looking for a restaurant to eat at on Ventura Boulevard in the San Fernando Valley, we don't have to find a place to sit down and stop and start Googling and yelping and figuring out what restaurant we want, we want to go to and looking at photos and reading reviews. We can, we can walk down the street and every restaurant on the boulevard will already be augmented reality activated. And their logos and their signs on the front of the 
restaurant or their menus in the window will will automatically activate our augmented reality device on our face and we'll start seeing three-dimensional food and reading reviews and everything all together in a social experience in real time uh, in three dimensions without disconnecting and looking down and having to use our hands. And the entire world will be will be hotwired, activated, and live for augmented reality. Everything we look at, everything we everything we see, every and, and we can use voice commands, we can use hand commands, we can we, we, all those uh, experiences can be connected to those around us. So that the experiences now become social instead of unique to just us, and uh, and we're connected again. We're connected again. The internet is now something that we can use without having to shut down and turn off. And, uh, and that is exactly where we're headed. And every business, every product, every uh, story uh, will be connected in that way. And um, it's, it, 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 you can just imagine it and you can feel it and you can, you can picture it in your head. And that is, that is exactly what companies like ours and company and, and, and every company working in immersive media is working on is preparing the development tools, preparing the platforms so that when this hardware becomes available, when internet speed becomes available, when micro batteries become available, that we can then support businesses and products and services to activate uh, in this way. And it's going to be a lot of heavy lifting and we have to all be ready so that we can do it. And, uh, and that's where we're headed, Logan. That's exactly where we're headed. Oh man, that's so cool. I just, uh, I know for a fact that um, mental health, as far as uh, being lonely and being uh, depressed, and, and the reason why depression even exists is because of just deep, deep, deep sorrow with yourself, feeling unloved, feeling uh, like you don't matter, feeling like you don't have value in the world. And I bring this up because it's it's really personally a thing that I've gone through and struggled with, and I know so many people, even if they haven't talked about it, they are inside their heads. Um, where I kind of started this show, you know, in the intro of the show, I talk about this is a show where we uh, talk about the things we think about a lot and need to talk about more. Um, so I kind of want to ask you, um, just so we get a little more sense of who Greg Glass is and, and maybe a couple of um, pieces of, of what he's gone through in life. Uh, you know, that's something that makes him so passionate about helping the future and and helping those that are struggling right now. Uh, have you ever uh, suffered from any depression or suffered from any, um, you know, suicidal thoughts where you, you had the thought, you know, it's not your thought or it's not real, but, but heck you, you had it and, and you're in a, in a bad, lonely place in, in a time of your life. You know what, Logan, I haven't, I'm sort of the opposite. Uh, I was, I was blessed to be the second child of a two-child family of a mother and father who have now been together for well over 50 years and were both PhD college professors and historians. And so I grew up in a family of educators whose main goal for my older brother and me was to instill in us a passion for learning, a passion for education, a zest for living, a passion for experience, for travel, for intellectual curiosity, for intellectual discipline. And as a result, 
I, I've been a very, very stable, uh, stable personality. I would say, you know, my challenges have been more, you know, on the relationship side, on, 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 on the side of being patient with others, because I can, I tend to, you know, drive myself intellectually fairly hard. And I've had issues with looking down on those who maybe haven't had the same life experience as me or haven't had the educational background as me. And that's probably been my own internal struggle, but um, it's not one that cripples me. It's sort of one that disappoints me, but it doesn't it doesn't physically or emotionally cripple me. So I'm very, very lucky. I'm very, very blessed. And I and I think about that all the time. I think about it more now than I've ever thought about it before, because all of my children are now adults and they're all out in the work world. And I think the manifestation of me being raised that way with a passion for life and a zest for living and an intellectual curiosity and trying my very, very best to pass that on to my three children is that they're all doing extremely uh, selfless things. My oldest son, it works for a charity in London, a sports charity that provides opportunities for underprivileged and handicapped children in the area of sports. My youngest daughter is a special education teacher with a master's degree in autism and intellectual disorders. And my middle son is doing incredible things in the digital space, um, sort of like me, um, but really cutting edge in terms of, of YouTube influencers and millennial influencers on the digital production and media side. And so, you know, I just think that for me, it's been less about dealing with sort of my insecurities and more about just trying to be the spokesperson for uh, for having a positive attitude making that sort of a platform that you launch the rest of your life off of being optimistic and, and never, ever, ever letting go of intellectual curiosity, cultural curiosity, uh, and, and experiential curiosity, because there is so much to see and do out there and life is so short. And I just want to encourage everybody every day to get out and, and, and do it, uh, and do and, and, and don't, don't wait do everything you can when you can, while you can, and don't make excuses uh, uh, to be hold back at, because there are people that, that there are people and you know, and you are one of them who have risen out of challenges and problems, both emotional and, and financial and, and spiritual, who have accomplished great things. And so if they can do it. Anybody can do it. And, and there are people who have set that example. I'm just an example of, of someone who is very lucky and very privileged and raised right and, and had every opportunity. I haven't shirked that, that, those opportunities. I've taken advantage of them. And everybody needs to take advantage of whatever opportunities they have. So that's really where I come from. But, but I do believe that those who do have these challenges – that the technological future of social immersion and social interaction of the real world and the digital world is going to create more opportunities for those uh, for those to, uh, to 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 get you know burst out of their shell and be able to find happiness and peace and 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 a passion and a zest for living you know in ways you know it's it's a new conduit to a bigger brighter world in the same way the internet has been for so many years so um i i i i cannot directly relate to those kinds of issues logan but i can absolutely appreciate 
uh, how important it is to try to find uh, a passion and, a, and, and an intellectual curiosity for the world around us because I think it, it solves a lot of problems. Oh, Greg, uh, wow. A hundred percent. Wow. Um, I think you just gave a really great sort of system that one can attach themselves to if they are, you know, they're struggling right now and, and they're going, why, you know, why am I like, you know, I've had all the stuff that I've ever wanted. Like I've gotten security in the job. I'm making good money. You know, I'm, I'm finally, you know, with a family that I always dreamed of having and, and maybe they are asking themselves why they're still just not fulfilled and happy. And I, and I think you gave it. You kind of you gave it. It's it's that zest that they're missing. That sort of intellectual curiosity. That that um that thing that you know makes them sometimes in a in a in a good way not sleep, uh, just because they're so excited about that thing. And I think when people find that. Oh man, it's when life, uh, you just go, I don't ever want out of this world, man. I want to just stay here as long as possible. And I think you've just been exercising that throughout your life as much as possible. And um, so I kind of like to ask you, though, about the industry that you work in with. You know, you're working with uh, studios, it sounds like, out in, in LA, and you're working with more movie studios. How are you working with them, and what are you doing for their uh, their companies? And... Yeah, most most of our work these days is actually with Fortune 500 companies, and it may be directly with their CMOs and their directors of marketing, or it could be through their ad agencies. That's really our core business. And what they're looking for is a new way to tell their story whether it's a service they provide or a product they manufacture or both, they're looking for new ways. Companies today are challenged by a couple of things. They're challenged by um, the decline in impact of traditional media. Print media is dying on the vine. It's very sad, but it is true. Um, The internet is very large and very messy. Social media continues to be a key component of messaging to the millennials. Uh, but it's difficult because it's big. Um, Experiential marketing has become massive because the fact of the matter is there is a generation of, of, of folks here. I'll call them kids because I'm older, but this can, this generation can go anywhere from teenagers to the, to people in their mid forties that want to touch stuff. They want to experience stuff. They don't want to be preached to. They don't want to be told about something. They want to touch it and feel it. And so that's where immersive media comes into play. And that's where we're trying to solve problems. We're working with companies, working with ad agencies, working with marketing people to say, look, if you want your customers to touch your thing, then here's a way to do it that is a sort of unique and fresh and new approach, which is let them dive into it in virtual reality, let them touch it in augmented reality. So what, so whether it's a, it's a product that they can touch as a hologram instead of the real product, or whether it's a a service that they can experience from the inside out via virtual reality, that's really where we're trying to do our problem solving right now is how to create 
experiential marketing platforms that allow companies to engage their consumers to whether and whether it's to engage them simply from an entertainment standpoint, whether it's to engage them from a learning standpoint, or whether it's to engage them really from an enterprise standpoint, like let us, you know, let us, you know, show you how to do your job better using our product or our services. Let us, you know, let us give you a new way to do things. That is the problem in front of us. That's the task in front of us. And, um, you know, a lot of it's education, Logan, I'll be honest with you. We spend as much time sort of teaching marketing professionals what's possible with immersive technology as we do actually building applications and platforms for them because it's that new and it's that fresh. And that part's great. I mean, it's not great from a revenue standpoint. We don't get a lot of money for, you know, lecturing people on, you know, what they should do if they don't hire us to do something. But at the end of the day, that's, that's our mission. It has to be, if we're, if we're going to, if we're going to convince people that they should spend their marketing dollars doing these things, we have to commit ourselves to the educational process. And, and it's a big part of it right now, because you'll run into people all the time that have been doing this for years, but you'll run into way more people all the time. They're like, I don't even know what AR and VR are. Fill me in. What is it? How does it work? And what can we do with it? So that's the challenge in front of us is in, and as fast as the technology is moving, what I may be telling a CMO about how to use immersive technology tomorrow may be completely different than the same lecture I gave a month ago. Yeah. Just cause it's moving that fast, you know? Correct. And, and the, and the other big problem that they have is, is, is what the, what the marketing world calls scale, right? In other words, there's a pyramid to their marketing. It's like experiential marketing is, is at the, is at the tip top of the pyramid. That's where we're going to take a group of people. We're going to let them touch this thing. And it could be at a shopping mall. It could be at a sporting event. It could be at a trade show. It could be at a convention. Who knows where it could be? You, you, you know, the drill, you've been to places all the time where all of a sudden somebody's got a booth or a, or a tent or something and something's going on where they let you test drive their car, or play with their toy or whatever it is. That's the tip of the iceberg. But they're saying, well, look, we're going to spend all this money doing that. How do we, quote unquote, scale it? So then we have to talk about ways that the immersive experience can scale. It can scale to an application that can be downloaded to people who own VR headsets, or it can be downloaded to an application that works for mobile, or it can be a web interactive experience where people can go on a website and have an experience that way. So the important thing when we're talking about immersive media is not only what is it at its finest element, which is, you know, being in some kind of space and having this incredible interactive experience, like, like the void VR arcades, which are just absolutely incredible. That's the tip of the iceberg. But how do we deliver that experience to millions of people so that a product or service can be marketed on a more massive scale? And so those are the challenges, education, construction, and scale. And that's what we work with every day. Yeah, and the thing is, though, uh, what I really love is that uh, by doing this, you're kind of teaching as a company, you're kind of teaching the consumers or the customers how to actually use the product, uh, which is like, in, in a way, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, it, I don't like the word manipulation, but in a way, it's 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 teaching your 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 fans how to actually utilize their your your product how to actually utilize it in the right way 
um, so they can get the most benefit from it, which a lot I think uh, there's an epidemic uh, right now happening with um, with coaches and all these like, you know, life coaches right now on podcasts where, uh, yeah, they have all this awesome content and they're giving it out for free and, and people are going to consume it because it's about, you know, productivity hacks or it's about um, how to uh, approach their relationships in their life. But I think really what they've uh, missed the boat on is by first teaching someone to have a blank slate again, to teach them to start how to like actually, you know, have peace in their life um, and then start from there. And so when I ask you this question, sort of like how does uh, VR, AR and MR, uh, how do they sort of give you like a new blank slate to, 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 to your company and start with this new way of, of, of marketing your company. Um, so it has, it has a, a new representation of it by using the technology that you use today. Right. Well, at, at, at the base level, the companies see it as a technological brand experience. In other words, we're a company that considers ourselves high tech, and we consider ourselves on the cutting edge. So we should be presenting our products and services in the highest tech cutting edge way possible. So that's at the very base level. It's just a brand message. Instead of watching our video, come have this immersive experience. And we've now demonstrated that our company is committed to advancing technology at the, at the most cutting edge level. But but more than that, it, it becomes if the immersive experience creates an emotional impact or a physical impact or some kind of experiential impact that that you know physically alters you that can be that's just way more potent so imagine two scenarios we're at the trade show and there's two companies that both make the same product and they both have booths at the trade show and one of the booths has physical product samples on display and there are salespeople in the booth and they say, here, check out, you know, model A, here's model B, here's model C. Look at it. These are physical models of the product. And here's a little video you can look up on the screen about how the product works. Now you go to the other booth, <coughs> excuse me, and this company doesn't have physical models. This company brings you into a really cool space and equips you with AR or VR equipment, headset possibly some, 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 some haptic equipment. And now you're going to experience the product instead of a physical plastic model, you're actually going to experience it as a hologram and maybe even take a deep dive into a virtual reality world where the product is actually being used and you can walk around and sort of touch it and feel it. And so the big question becomes after you leave those two booths, which one has made a more, you know, emotional, physical, deep, connection to the customer with their brand and with their product. And, um, I, you know, I think the answer is pretty obvious is, is right now it's a, it's just a really incredible way for companies to connect with their consumers in a way that, that just has a, a that has a physical impact and a wow factor that just, uh, you know, that just blows people away. And then what happens at those two booths after that experience, the other booth, gets whatever walk-by traffic it does. The booth with the immersive experience now is building a line because there is a buzz throughout the trade show. Oh my God, you've got to go see this experience. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. And that is what 
that is that's the holy grail of what companies try to do with immersive marketing and with experiential marketing every day build the line get the wow factor get people talking about it seeing pictures and hashtags on social media about oh my god when you were at the trade show did you see this and then we've all done our job as marketers and the consumer wins because they've been exposed to the product in a new and new and better way that's going to give them you know better access to that product and service so for us it's a no-brainer wow 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 you know there's a quote that i i often uh, remind myself and it's you know, people don't always remember what you said, but they always remember the way you made them feel. And so, like, for me, you know, when you say that, I really think about that quote about how people will walk away totally, uh, I guess, for the for better or worse, completely mind-blown to walk away from a product that they just experienced because you literally, you put it in their hands without them actually having to... Um, to travel anywhere to get to that product or, you know, like you were using the example of, of the, 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 uh, the booze, you know, tasting it, seeing it, you know, getting the sort of like uh, return of investment of drinking it when you actually do consume it. Um, you know, all that is just, that's really neat. That's really cool. If I'm getting, yeah, the, you know, the, the, when we think about experiential marketing and we think about things that we've seen, over the years when we, you know, I'm a sports fan. So I go to a lot of live sporting events, right? So you go to the football game and they got the big thing set up where you can run through the thing and bash into the, into the cushions and you can throw the football through the holes in the net, you know, kind of carnival kind of stuff. Or you go to the, you know, you go to the, uh, the race track, you go to the NASCAR race and somebody's got like a little racing simulator where you can sit in it. It's got a screen and it's like a video game and you can sort of drive. And, and so we're not reinventing the wheel. We're just converting those kinds of experiences into really incredible three-dimensional digital experiences that just have a an impact and an immersion that's it's just such a higher level. Um, so, so experiential marketing is not being reinvented, just the way in which we can demonstrate the experience. So in the, you know, we have a tire manufacturer who's, you know, the number one manufacturer of tires for off-road use for, tr- you know, trucks in the dirt and off-road driving. And for years they've presented their, they've presented their demonstrations in one of two ways. They've either had video. Here's a guy going through the desert on our tires. Oh, it's a nice video, cool action sequences. That's fun. Or they've packed people up and taken them to the desert. They've rented some trucks and they let them drive around. That's great. That's as experiential as you can get, right? But it's expensive, right? And it's not very scalable. You got to fly all these people in in little groups, right? So what if we allow them to drive through the desert in virtual reality? What if we allow them to put on a headset and sit in a chair and and actually be in the cockpit of a hundred mile an hour off road desert racing truck and sitting right next to a world champion and race through the desert. Now what we've accomplished is an incredible experience where people are, are like, Oh my God, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And we've been able to scale it now. So you don't have to fly them into the desert, you know, a group of 10 people at a time and spend tens of thousands of dollars doing it. You can port this thing anywhere you want to go and you can have it at every event and every experiential marketing installation that you're doing all around the world. So that's the, that's the bridge, right? That's the gateway. That's where we want people to go is it's a new, it's a new and better way to scale your experience 
experiential marketing and, uh, and make it impactful. Hey friends, so let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you and in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com. Oh, that's so neat. That's so cool. Um, I'm sure there's some people right now, though, that are straight up like going, are there other experiential companies out there? I mean, I guess I, I mean, for me, you're like the first one that I've actually heard of that's k- trying to do this kind of uh, kicking it, I guess, cutting edge sort of awesome uh, marketing thing. Uh, what other companies right now are doing this? I, I don't mean to try to plug them. I'm just curious about how many people are working in this this uh, yeah. scope right now. There are dozens of companies doing this, but 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 we all come from a slightly different angle, and so you have to look at each company and you have to say where are you coming from, what are you doing. So let me let me sort of bullet point the areas. Right in the world of immersive, the top of the food chain are the game developers, okay, the ones who are developing three-dimensional immersive game experiences are the top of the food chain. They have all the best developer talent. They've been doing this the longest. They're the the most well-funded. And so when you go, for example, to the shopping mall and you go to the void, which is the the largest and and, and biggest and most successful current corporation that does what we call location-based VR experiences, you're seeing stuff that's, you know, that's being developed by game developers developers at the very, very highest level. This is, you know, this is Disney ILM type of stuff, right? Super, super amazing. And for anybody listening, go to avoid, go go and see the Star Wars experience, see the the new aliens that's coming out, get to one of their, their places. It's amazing. They're, they're doing fantastic work and we love those guys and we worship them. Um, That's gaming. Okay. Next level is what we call learning and enterprise. 
Okay. Now the learning and enterprise developers are doing just as the name sounds. They are either developing immersive applications to teach you how to do something, or they're building applications to, to either replace, augment, or aid and assist in the function of something you do in the course of doing your job. Some examples that some of your listeners may have seen just by, you know, being on social media. Um, uh, uh, in enterprise, the medical field is doing incredible things. The, the first big one that was famous was Harvard Medical School did an augmented reality application to help their medical school patients learn how to diagnose certain internal in, internal diseases and actually perform certain surgical procedures on holographic cadavers and holographic organs instead of real cadavers and real organs. So that is hardcore learning and enterprise application. And and that would go down to an application where a uh, where a heating and cooling manufacturing company will give their hundreds and if not thousands of installers and repairmen around the country and around the world augmented reality hardware. So when they, when they arrive on the job site, the uh, computer and the augmented reality hardware will be able to help diagnose the problem with the air conditioner heating unit and help provide HUD display-based instructions and, and, and other information on how to troubleshoot, how to repair, what parts are needed, how to install those parts, et cetera. So learning in enterprise is a massive area. It's the, other than gaming, it's the biggest area of development. We're in, we're in brand marketing and experiential marketing. It is far and away the smallest area. There are very few people doing it right now because, uh, because again, companies want to, you know, want to do work. They don't want to do education, but we come, our company, we come from feature film, from visual effects, from unscripted television and from branded entertainment television. So we've been working with brands for years and years and years and years, and we think the application is super strong. Now, what do you see in this area right now? Most of the applications in brand marketing, experiential marketing are mobile based and they're based on having some sort of augmented reality experience when you look at a product or service. So the most famous one is the IKEA app. I, I encourage all of your your listeners to go and download the IKEA furniture app. If you have an IKEA store near you, you'll know what IKEA is, right? The big Swedish furniture store. And their apps allow you to um, access their catalog of furniture and then go home and turn on your phone and actually have holograms of their furniture that you can place around the room in your home and see what it looks like. Super cool. Like, oh my God, that couch looks great in our house. We should go to Ikea and buy it. That's a super cool app. Um, there are um, retailers of fashion, like clothing and shoes, who have apps that allow you to uh, uh, have, have a selfie image of yourself and then overlay holograms of their clothes and their shoes on your body so you can see what it looks like. So you have like your own, your own dressing room. And you're at home instead of at the store. You can access their library of clothes and you can try it on on your phone or mobile. These are very, very popular apps. The more brand marketing ones still are ones where you can aim your phone at their product when you get it home and you get some sort of cool entertainment experience. Uh, the people at Band-Aid did a great one where kids could put this Band-Aid on their arm like, oh, I have a cut. I have an owie. 
you put the Band-Aid on, then you can aim your phone at the Band-Aid. It'll activate the, from the logo on the Band-Aid and some little cartoon character will pop up and say, oh, you know, you used our Band-Aid and how's your owie and, and I'll take care of you and keep using Band-Aids. So these are very, very popular. Our world that we're trying to focus on is the, is the, is the uh, not the low-hanging fruit. It's the it's the big the big stuff, the big experiential stuff, the stuff where you can go and have a big, you know, experience and really immerse. So as an example, and I know that you and I have talked about this one before, we're working on several travel applications. One of the travel applications is for a tourism board in a very famous city in the United States where they want people to be able to have an experience at home where they can see three-dimensionally some really cool holograms of some of the cool stuff they'll see in this city when they go there. And then when they actually do go there, they want the application to be GPS-based. So when they arrive at certain famous locations and landmarks in the city, your phone will automatically know that you're there because of GPS and it will bring up all kinds of cool augmented reality factoids and images, and video clips and other kinds of things so that you can have an expanded experience at these landmarks. And this is already being used at the micro level in museums and art galleries where you can have an augmented reality experience to enjoy an exhibit or a piece of artwork at a gallery or museum and get and get more augmented information. I mean, just imagine, you know, going to the Louvre and aiming your phone at the Mona Lisa and having a photo real hologram of Leonardo da Vinci pop up and start telling you about his painting. You know, this is all possible. And this is the kind of thing that we're doing at a bigger level. We're working with a, you know, with a, a hotel and resort and convention services marketer where they're spend, you know, hotels and convention services companies are spending millions of dollars a year flying executives from companies into their resorts to experience what the resort is like to see if they want to hold their 2000 person employee, you know, annual convention as this resort. And they're saying, you know, my God, it's the number one expense we have. And our closure rate is like in the single digits because most of these people just want the free vacation. We're saying do it in virtual and augmented reality. Bring them into a conference room. Let them experience the resort as a giant hologram sitting on the conference room table. And then when they want to dive deeper, allow them to click on the hologram and immediately be sucked into a virtual reality world that puts them inside the resort where they can walk around inside it and experience it and go one step further. Look, you want to hold a convention, dive into the ballroom and here's an interactive toolkit so you can set up the tables the way you want. You can set up the audio visual equipment the way you want and you can see exactly what this ballroom is going to look like for your main educational event at your convention. Is it going to work? for you. All of that is possible without flying them to the Bahamas or flying them to Palm Springs or flying them to Las Vegas. We can do that all in augmented and virtual reality. So this is the this is the, the brand marketing space where sort of learning and enterprise and brand marketing sort of all intertwine in in this new way of using three-dimensional immersion to connect customers and businesses. And it's really super exciting. And the more you think about it, the more ideas you can come up with. That is so cool. That is so, so cool. If you could just sum it up like one in one sentence, um, and I think you kind of have, but one sentence of like 
what is it that your company does for a Fortune 500 company? Yeah, we create three-dimensional immersive experiences for brand marketing and enterprise applications. Awesome. That's what we do. That's what we do in a nutshell. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm gonna put that uh, at the very beginning, just so uh, people, you know, they go, oh, 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 this is taking a little bit, but I, I'm getting here. I, I'm on, but I'm on the boat with them because uh, I know that that's so. It's just so you know, like you said, like you're going to these lectures and you're doing hour long lectures just on teaching, and so it's so it's so tough to actually put it all in a nutshell. Um, and that is partially totally be transparent with anyone that's listening right now. My fault for not answering or asking that question in the beginning. Uh, so I want to just ask two questions because I know your time is limited and I want to, I want to, dude, I could talk to you for 14 hours <laughs> about this stuff because it's just so cool. And I know anyone, Likewise. That, anyone that's, you know, listening to this right now though, um, how can they support you? Like, how can they get a hold of Greg? Because I, I didn't make this episode or this podcast or whatever to just be somewhere where someone hits next and they hear something and they go, oh, God, like, you know, I heard something that they said and it would be really cool to get a hold of them. But actually, actually like, make a, make a friend out of a hero that they might be listening to right now. To, to me, you are a hero. Because oh, thank you. I know. I'm not even – you're so welcome. I just want to acknowledge you for – for the stuff that you guys are working on, because I know that you're not just doing it to simply just make money, but you're really doing it to impact lives, to to make a difference, to really uh, go out there. And I know we've spoken a little bit offline about uh, just the mental health stuff that you guys are also working on too, which is extremely, I think, important. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to connect with you, how can they do that? Yeah, the best way to connect with us is on social media. Just go to the Valian Facebook page and like our Facebook page and message message me or 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 post something at Valian Facebook page. You can also there's our our website Valian.com V A Y L I A N and there's a way to message me there and Valian is me. So you can reach me at either of those two portals and I encourage everybody to. Um, to look at some of the cool social media sites that exist for augmented and virtual reality. If you just search on Facebook, augmented reality or virtual reality, you'll find some really good potent groups that you can join those groups. They're all pretty much open and uh, everybody in these groups is posting their work and little samples and demos of their work. So it's super exciting. There's a couple of really good groups on LinkedIn as well for augmented reality and virtual reality. So I encourage people to join those if they have curiosity about that stuff. And, uh, and, um, you know, it's, it's changing, it's changing rapidly. So it's really fun to, it's really fun to watch and really fun to see. And, and everybody, if they have, if they have any kind of, any kind of thing going on experientially near their house, if there's a void arcade or if there's another kind of VR arcade in the, uh, in the mall, you know, chunk down 10 or 20 bucks and do it. Cause it'll give you a really good idea of what it's all about. Or if you have a friend who has a an Oculus or a Vive headset or a or a PSVR headset at home, and they've got some games? Go and go and play games with them because um, you need to ramp up on 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 what it feels like to be in an in, a, in an immersive environment because um, we're all going to be living in it pretty soon. So it, it's fun to check it out. Everybody be intellectually curious about it. Yeah, 
a hundred percent. Oh gosh, that is so cool. Uh, please, yeah. If you're having a hard time finding it, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Um, if you're having, a, I mean, it's it's gonna be a nice click away. But um, if you've got any more questions on how to get a hold of Greg, yeah, you, you can email him. He's super responsive on LinkedIn. Uh, he was th- super responsive to me, uh, and I guarantee he will to to you if you if you know something that you think uh, you can help him with, or you just want to pay a, a simple compliment because that can never uh, be enough. And and simply just you know take a couple of seconds to share. Share, uh, you know, anything that you have that you think uh, is something cool that the company could could learn about or, or, you know, use. That'd be great. You know, it doesn't take too long. And it just, you know, you know that um, you're you're enough and, and that you matter and you're enough to, to actually help some company out doing some cutting edge stuff. So, uh, Greg, I want to just ask you one more question. Is there something that you think I... I should have asked you or something that you wish that I asked you. The floor is yours. Oh, man. I think um, I think for me, I would just like to reiterate because I know you've got listeners and you've got fans out there that may be struggling a bit. So I just want to reiterate. Go, go see something. Go do something. Go climb a mountain. Go, you know, go hike a trail. Go to a museum and see some incredible artwork. Go to a play. Go to a movie. You know, get out of the house. You know, get a Fitbit and count your steps. Get out there and and do stuff. Um, that is what all we're doing is creating digital versions of doing stuff. But at the end of the day, the only thing that makes it worthwhile is because it's about doing stuff. We're not building experiences that 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 uh, that that digitally creates sitting around on your ass. So, <laughs> so so I just want everybody to if we've talked about anything that's cool, it's about the fact that whether it's digital or whether it's real, what we're really talking about is having immersive, impactful, emotional, passionate experiences. Go have them and don't stop having them. If you're not having cool experiences every day, then then start you know, get a, get a dog, you know, go hiking, go, go see something that you can't get to by car, uh, get a, ride a bike, uh, you know, do just go and, you know, go sit at a cafe and introduce yourself to some strangers. Everybody get out there and have an experience because, uh, that's, what's going to lead you to what it is you should be doing. And that's, what's going to fuel your passion. And that's what we do every day. So go, go, go get out there and live. Hey, Are you a coach or an author or a speaker? If this is you, then I want you to check out Conveyor.com. It's a micro-learning platform in which you can create courses, challenges, and assessments and polls. Gather data or maybe make a course out of your incredible authority and thought leadership that you serve your peoples. So, If you're someone who is saying things over and over again and you find yourself going, wow, okay, well, I wish I could systematize this or create a course out of it, conveyor.com allows you to send text messages to people every single day with a little question or assessment or maybe a new test that they can use to learn a certain subject. So check out conveyor.com. Oh, man. 
Yes, that is uh, that is the best piece of wisdom you can ever get. Just go out there and live. And that's why we have uh, a, a real problem with people actually choosing their careers is just because they're so worried about making the right choice. And I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said, just go live. Go have an experience. If, if, if like, you have 13 different options, which Greg just wonderfully gave you, just do the one that's been on your mind probably for the last two days and you yet haven't done it. And just go, all right, I'm going to go finally do it. Here's my permission. <laughs> so um, thank you so much, Greg, man, for being on the show. And uh, I, I really honestly hope that we stay connected. And, and I, like I said earlier before the show started, I'm going to try to um, connect you with all my network of people that are helping uh each other in this this capacity of podcasting and, and I think it's the way to uh really really inform someone that is uh not only super super curious but also super passionate about just learning overall and that wants to actually implement the stuff that they learn so thanks again Greg for being on my pleasure Logan I look forward to being part of your network of podcasters for a long long time awesome thank you Greg we'll talk later Bye-bye. All right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that, um, Anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there so every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you so please reach me at logan at logantylernelson.com if you're interested at all and don't ever forget you matter and you're enough